Hello, this is Paula Matthews for Epic Books and Cafe. Words cannot express all that I am seeing in the realm of the spirit. There is a battle royale going on for sure. It's like it says in Psalm 2, the kings of the earth have set themselves together along with the ruling demonic spirits and they're coming against the Lord and his anointed. Now they're definitely saying, let's break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. That's what they're saying. That's what the devil's team is saying right now. They want to get rid of Christianity, everything that's godly. In fact, many have thought up until now that they were winning. Uh, but it's like that verse talks about how the Lord is in heaven and he's laughing at them. He's going to have them in derision. And that's where we're going right now. That's what's happening in this season. The tides have turned. There's a divine reversal, a powerful divine reversal in play right now because the God of heaven is taking things back into his hand. We mentioned before that there was a vision the Lord gave me where I saw Jesus Christ on his throne overlooking Washington, D.C. And he had angels encircling the Capitol. And then he had a military host literally around the world waiting for his command. And he was watching our politicians and our leaders as they scrambled to hide evidence, many of them trying to hide their guilt. But the Lord was watching every place they hid, everything they did in order to expose it. And this season, we're going to see that exposure come to pass. And you have to understand the reason we're going here is because this battle is not ours. This battle belongs to the Lord. Because as he said in the 2023 prophecy, the conspiracy is against Almighty God. Yeah, they're coming against the nation. They're coming against the church. But ultimately, they're doing it because they're coming against Almighty God. It reminds me of Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 9 when he was going around persecuting Christians and the Lord knocked him off his high horse with a light from heaven, blinding him. But he heard the voice of the Lord say, why are you persecuting me? And that's what the enemy doesn't know. When you're coming against God's people, when you're coming against righteousness in a covenant nation like America, what you're basically doing is you're persecuting God. You're persecuting our Lord Jesus Christ, not just his people. So in that, the battle is the Lord. So he's going to strike back. He is striking back right now. First of all, of a revelation of truth. Now, God reminded me of some of the things he said about this nation. He said emphatically, truth shall prevail in America. Now, that's a big deal because we have so much deception, so many lies going on right now. And he also said, America shall be saved. So no matter what the enemy thinks he's doing with celebrating all wickedness, it matters not to God because he has said it and his word will not return to him void. America shall be saved. I also want to recall to you what God said in the 2023 prophecy, and I'm going to be referring to that prophecy off and on. And for those of you who have not seen the link, there is a link on the site for the 2023 prophecy. And the Lord said, I will stay Satan's hand against this nation. He's speaking about America. I will uphold my covenant with my people in the land. Righteousness will prevail and overcome every wicked scheme and plot against the destiny of America, against the destiny of the Church of Jesus Christ in America, and against the destiny I have purposed for all of humanity. Now that's from the prophecy of 2023 that we have linked on the site. Now, the last time we talked about how God had declared that this whole thing was over, that the enemy's plots and schemes, it was over. He said he had raised a standard against the enemies of this nation. That's a military term. He's saying the fallout is going to be grand. So when we say the battle is the Lord's, I'm also reminded of the gang up of kings that happened in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. All these kings came against Judah and King Jehoshaphat. And that's where America is today, where the kings of the earth, people are ganging up because they want us out of the way. But the Lord says that our nation's leaders are part of what he revealed last time, a worldwide syndicate of murderers, thieves, and robbers. Now, that's our leaders. 
But that's not where God is. So we have a conspiracy within our nation that's coming against God. One of the things the Lord did in preparing for this episode is he took me to the Bible to read what it says about thieves and murderers and how they must repay everything they've done. Now, the Bible said if a thief is found, he has to repay seven times. The Lord said America has been sold to the highest bidder. The enemy has tried to sell America, a covenant nation that belongs to God, out from under God. Now, can anybody sell what they do not own? No. But this is what the devil does. He steals from a person and then tries to sell it back to you and try to make a profit. How can anybody that's in their right mind even consider selling a people to a foreign nation? And that's what's going on. They sold us to another nation. And Lord said that no matter what they've done, they're going to pay for it. But he said his solution is simple. He says the thieves have to repay sevenfold, as it says in Proverbs 6.31. They may have to give up their entire house. And before we had a prophecy about Mordecai, that Lord was going to repay his people in a way that Mordecai was repaid. Remember the story of Esther, where the government plotted to kill the Jews. Haman, the one who plotted with the king, ended up being killed on the same gallows that he had built for Mordecai. And what happened is not only was Haman killed on those same gallows, but his wealth and power, his position went to Mordecai. And the Lord said, that's what's going to happen. That those who plotted against us, those who sold this nation, those who sold out to the enemy, they're going to lose everything, including their lives, if they don't repent. But they will definitely lose their position, their power, and their welfare. Uh, And the Lord said that is going to another. Then there's another scripture. If a man be found stealing any of his brother and maketh merchandise of them or selleth them, then that thief shall die. That's Deuteronomy 24, 7. So if someone sells a person, as as this nation's been sold, the American people have been sold, to make a profit, God is saying that thief has to die. So for those out there who sold us out, who made deals with other countries to sell out America, your sentence is death. And if I were you, I would repent now before God, before that sentence is carried out. Now, the Bible talks a lot about murders. Whoever sheds man's blood, by man's blood shall his be shed. And that's Genesis 9 and 6. Revelation 13, 10 says, he who kills with the sword must be killed with the sword. Basically, the Lord is saying, however you lived is how you're going to die. So whatever you do to someone else is going to happen to you. So those of you who stole, who murdered, who were robbers, thieves, who were murderers, arsonists, all manners of evil, what you've done to another is going to happen to you in this hour and at a greater measure. For God is going to make you pay at least your whole house or sevenfold, even a hundredfold or more, depending on the severity of the case. And this is God how God handles people who he considers thieves, murderers, and robbers. They have to pay for what they've done. So we have to repent as a nation, as a people, as a church. We have to pray that they repent before it's too late. And then we have to repent for our part in it. If we voted some of these people in the office, if we've stood by them and repeated what they were doing, knowingly or unknowingly, and they're stolen from us, the blood is on our hands too. So we have to make sure that we repent as a nation, not only for them, but for ourselves. In order for God's destiny in this nation, destiny of individuals and destiny of the church to come forth. Now, there's no other way. These evil people will not relent. As we said before, God said that they're going to continue to come and fight against him and against his anointed. And he called it a Mexican standoff in the last episode. But the Lord said that's okay because he has a divine agenda that must be completed before Jesus returns. 
And unfortunately, these demonically influenced leaders, they're trying to prevent God from going forth, but they're going to lose their lives in the process. It's really sad because so many Americans are looking up to these people as the greatest leaders and loving leaders. They're Christians. In actuality, they are not Christian. They may go to a Christian church. They may tell you that they are associated with Christian people. Christian is not someone who says they're Christian. It's someone who operates and looks like Jesus Christ. They speak his words. They do what he did. That's how Christians got their name from the very beginning in the book of Acts. They were in the city of Antioch. And people called them Christians because they looked like Jesus Christ. They did what he did. They spoke his words and they lived the way he lived. That's what determines a Christian. Not that you go to the church. Not that you check off a box saying, I'm, I'm a Christian because I'm not a Jew or a Muslim in this nation or a Buddhist. You have a relationship. You've been transformed by the heart. Uh, you've been translated from the kingdom of darkness to the God's dear son. Meaning you're a new creature. You identify with God and the things of God. You speak for God. You live for God. And for a person to say that they're Christian and not doing those things, they're either grossly deceived and never been converted, or they have been converted and they're still deceived and have turned. How can you taste the goodness of God and actually turn away from it? Now, there's good news for those who are following after God's covenant. While others will be devastated by what's coming upon the nation, we who are true followers of Jesus Christ will be blessed immensely. Because as he's taking one kingdom down, God's kingdom will arise in power and wealth and influence, and his people will be the carriers of such wealth and influence and power. God's kingdom will become increasingly prosperous, while the systems of the world will fail miserably and be destroyed. How will this play out exactly? No one knows for sure but God. He's orchestrating these events himself. As we said before, he's the director of it all. And I have a book coming out, The Director's Cut is called. It'll be coming out this summer. And it's about this very thing. What we see in the world is different than what God is speaking and how what God says is what's going to happen. But we have to be able to hear what he's saying and hear that prophetic voice in order to prepare and not be shocked by what's coming. So God is orchestrating all these events. And he took me again to 2 Chronicles 20. And we mentioned the kings were coming against Judah. But what Jehoshaphat, the king, did, he had the people fast and pray to seek God. And then the Spirit of the Lord came upon the prophet, and the prophet spoke, and he said, Listen to you, Judah, and all you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Thus says the Lord to you, Do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. And that's 2 Chronicles 20, verse 15. So he says, Tomorrow go down against them, and they will surely come up by the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourself, stand still, and you'll see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord is with you. And that's what the Lord wants us to know in this hour. Don't be dismayed. Don't fear about anything we're going to see. Whatever enemies may rise up against our nation, whatever you may see happen in this nation, God is with us. He's for us and he's calling his people to stand in this hour. The greater reason for us to stand in this hour is that the devil is trying to prevent us from fulfilling what God says is our inheritance in the land. We have things that are belong to us that the enemy has stolen that he refuses to give up and he's not going to give it up easily. So we're going to have to take what's ours by force. As Jesus said, how the kingdom of heaven is suffering violence, but the violent take it by force. When we say take it by force, it doesn't mean you have to storm someone physically, but you have to storm the heavens in prayer and praise and fasting and stand fast on the word the Lord gave you and the thing that he showed that was yours. Now, if you haven't seen anything that's yours, you don't have anything to fight for. So this time, get in the word, get in prayer, ask the Lord to reveal to you what is yours in this hour and get yourself prepared to receive it. And then storm the heavens through prayer 
and fasting again and praise and knowing that it is yours. God said it and it will be done. There are demonic spirits working together in these rulers. They're trying to keep people bound to their past, to the evil of their past. This is why we must take the kingdom by force. Because the enemy's looking at us and saying, okay, I've held this family for how many years? 400 years in this nation. And even more if you go further back than this nation. A lot of us have things that have been placed on us by previous generations. And the enemy's holding fast to those strongholds to not let us go. But what the Lord said, though, if the enemy doesn't let us go, people will die. The people that are holding us will die. Those who refuse to let us go will die. But God has determined we will go forth in this hour. There is no other way for us to move forward. Jesus, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, has commanded us to move forward. And we must in Jesus' name. No matter what the casualties are, this is military, this is kingdom, we will go forth, even if it means scattering bodies along the way. For some of you have a hard time hearing this, you have to understand, the devil is standing with that kind of power against us. He would rather see us dead rather than obtain what God has for us. We have to have enough fortitude to want to see what we have in our hands, even if it means the death of our enemies, even if it means them going down, because they're surely plotting our deaths. And so we have to understand this is why we're suffering violence. But I remember the Lord telling me personally a while back, he says, Paula, for you to move forward, some people must die. Now, this is God talking to me. I don't want anybody to die. I don't want anybody to suffer anything. But I do want what's mine, and I will not be denied. I refuse to let the devil deny me and my family anything that belongs to us. So I'm going to stand in prayer, fasting, as I said, and praising God for it being done. But the Lord let me know specifically that some people have to die. They must die if I'm to move forward. So anybody who comes against me, the word has already been spoken in my life. So anybody who tries to prevent me, they're going to end up dead. That God's going to remove them. Now, he did tell me he was shaken. And shake them. But if they didn't let me go, he was removing them from the face of the earth. And some of you may have heard me say recently, those who are plotting your death, they're going to go in your place. So you have to understand, this is how strongly God feels about us going in and possessing what he said belongs to us all along. He's willing to remove them from the earth in whatever manner he has to for us to go in and possess the land. So what we need to do as believers is realize this is the Lord's battle but if you go back to the book of Numbers, when the people refused to go in to take the land, they were afraid of this, afraid of that, afraid of the giants. And then in, I think it's in Joshua, where Joshua said, how long will you be slack to possess what God said is yours? And that's what the Lord is saying. How long will you sit back and be lazy and let the devil keep claiming what's yours and not go in and take it from him? And the Lord is saying, it's time for us to move in and take the land. But we have to strive to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Because what's going to happen is when push comes to shove and evil starts breaking down, they're going to be fighting with everything they got. So we're going to have to strive to hear and find where God has us to be for our safety, to be able to get to us ours. But no, we're going to have to strive to see the goodness of God in the land of the living because the enemy wants to fight. He will not win. If we will not give up, he will not win. Okay, so the story in Second Chronicles 20 continues where Jehoshaphat gathers the people of Judah and he says, Believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. Believe his prophets and you shall prosper. Now, this is important. It's not enough just to believe God. And somebody probably get upset by that and think, well, that's blasphemy. No, the devils believe God, but they don't obey his word. The enemy believes God. That's why he's fighting us, because he knows God's word will come true. So it's not enough just to believe God. You have to believe God and move out. Do something about it. Because the enemy believes and he's trying to fight us. He's trying to kill us. You got to put faith in action. 
And that's why I said you got to believe the prophets, believe the prophetic words of instruction that God is giving you. Because when you're in a battle, you need to hear from God and hear from him. It's, you believe him. Yeah, I believe you, God. I believe you, God. Now do what I say. Jesus said, why do you call me Lord and don't do what I say? But it's not enough just to believe God, as he said. Believing God will make you secure, but you will only prosper in that security when you obey the instruction, whether it's from the prophets or a prophetic voice that you're hearing. And as I said in that book that I'm writing, The Director's Cut, it's talking about the importance of understanding the prophetic voice of God, why he speaks to us. It's so that exactly we can move forward and possess what's ours in the midst of a battle. Again, things are going to happen to our enemies. Some will die. Some will go into all kinds of negative situations. They'll lose their wealth, lose their health, lose everything, lose their families. But the Lord will not let us mourn for them because they deliberately and willfully chose to fight against him and his anointed. Where he's executing his judgment based on the word he said. Psalm 105.15, he permitted no one to do us wrong. God will permit no one to do his people wrong. Oh yeah, they may get away with the worst season, but when we cry out and pray to the Lord, he will rebuke kings and leaders for our sakes, saying, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Touching the people of God is like touching the apple of God's eye. You provoke the wrath of God. When will people learn to leave us alone? After a while, they're going to have removed by force. And that's what God is saying. If they keep coming at us, he's going to remove them by force. He protects what belongs to him. We were bought with the precious blood of Jesus. Do you think the Lord is just going to let us go by and continue to be hurt, persecuted? No. In this season, we're going to see the God of heaven come with a force of power that this earth has never seen before. It's like the Lord said in 2023 prophecy. I'm about to show those who have covenant with evil what real power looks like. For the seas will roar. The mountains will fall like wax before me. The stars will fall from the sky. The rain shall pour like never before. All of nature, even the seasons will respond to me. For I am almighty God and all nature obeys me. So prepare yourselves, repent before me for I will spare no one. Listen, did you hear that? For I will spare no one. Return to me now before my judgment is executed against wickedness for no one will be spared. And that's the word. The battle is the Lord and he's saying no one will be spared. So it's time for all of us to repent. But he does, he leaves it on a good note. So be of good cheer, my people. I'm here to defend you and to restore righteousness to the earth. And oh, how it will flourish. There shall be prosperous times ahead, says God. Prosperity and wealth that the world has never seen. And the earth shall yield her increase. An increase of abundance like never seen before. That's what God is saying. There's good times. First, he's got to up and throw down these evil principalities and these powers and the things that they've done. As Jesus said, he came to destroy the works of the devil. And that's what God is getting ready to do. Put a destruction on everything the devil has done. And he's going to recompense his people, vindicating us for everything we suffered at the hands of these evil ones. So that's where we're going to see the wealth come in. The Lord is about to bless the land, bless the people more than we could ever dream of. And we thank God for that. So be a good cheer servants of God. You're about to be rewarded for your faithfulness. Everything that was stolen from you will be returned with interest. Now, the Lord spoke that to me again recently. He said the enemy will pay damages. There's about to be so much wealth transferred that it will make your head spin. Now, God is depleting the reservoirs of the wicked. You may recall a vision where I saw them stashing money away in secret places. And on this other side, the angels were pulling it out. Whatever they were doing, they were, it was like there was a trap door behind that they didn't know anything about. They were putting it in and the angels were pulling them out only to give it to God's people. And it's coming fast and furious. 
So the battle is not ours to fight. We only need to be faithful to what God has given us to do and say and thank him for the increase in Jesus' name. This is a mighty battle. We will win. We have already won in the realm of the spirit, and it's a matter of time for it to manifest in the earth to the glory of God. Certainly the battle belongs to God, but the spoils of this battle are coming to God's faithful remnant. The wealth and the power of this nation and the nations of the earth are coming back into God's kingdom, and we will rule and reign in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. This has been Paula Matthews for Epic Books and Cafe. Until next time.